Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 222 of The Pulse. David Miles here today. Before we get going, I have a very important piece of information for you listeners. On January 16th, we are having a very special service for our guest today on The Pulse. It is Sarah Goodell's ordination service. Sarah? Yeah, that's happening. I didn't know you were going to announce that. I'm like embarrassed, and it's like just me and you. (laughs) The 16th. Yeah, it's happening at, at 4 o'clock. We're going to have this service um, followed by um, my parents. My family is providing um, dinner for anyone who comes. So And your family's wonderful. So yeah. So they do a great job. Hopefully people will come if, if we feed them. <laughs> I think people will come even if you don't feed them. The food is certainly a bonus, but people will be there. If you didn't know about this, if you haven't seen the announcement in the bulletin, now you know. Mark it on your calendar. January 16th, the time. Four o'clock. Four o'clock right here at the church. So mark that on your calendar. Tell your small group friends. Bring them on out here. It's going to be a great time of celebration. Sarah, you are a part of this conversation today because there's some really important stuff for us to be talking about in the midst of the holiday season, right? Christmas is fantastic for a lot of people, but that's not true for everyone. It can be a really challenging season, and we know that people are going through really difficult circumstances right now. And that takes a toll mentally, takes a toll physically. Um, there are just a lot of different emotions and feelings and dynamics that come into play in the midst of the holiday season. And so I'm so thankful that you're a part of um, our pastoral care, that you work with our deacons. Um, and I think you have some really great insight and perspective to share. So for people who are going through maybe a difficult season right now in the midst of the holidays, what are some things that you think are really important for them to be aware of? Yeah, um, it's so hard because at this time, like we want to be excited, we want to be joyous, and we're excited to give gifts. But a lot of times, people at this time are facing financial hardship, um, a mental health crisis, or loss. There's yeah. a lot of loss um, that people have faced over the last couple of years, but that's kind of intensified during the holiday season, whether if you've experienced a recent loss or you're kind of grieving um, the loss that's happened in the last year during this holiday season. So um, things to keep in mind is that if you're feeling that way, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay that if you are um, hurting right now, if you are going through a tough experience, if you are not um, like me and David Miles being very <laughs> excited about this Christmas season and pumped, but at, at times you are really lamenting um, that that's okay, that um, there is still a place for you. And uh, this is still a place that is safe for you to be, that we want to love you. Um, you're right. We want to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and mourn with those who mourn. So um, just that your church family is here for you and that we want to be there for you. Um, the biggest things to look for is that if you are really struggling and um, it's it's continuing on is to not ignore it, to get help, to get support. Um, you uh, reach out for talk to someone around you or reach out to a doctor or a mental health provider, but um, don't just let it go. Yeah. Um, so if you're really, really struggling, um, we want you to receive the care that you need. So um, definitely don't ignore it. And then um, invest in the relationships around you. I think oftentimes our first response is to pull back, right? When we're not feeling well, we don't want to be a bummer around people or um, we don't want to see want people to see us 
going through something difficult. So we kind of pull away from our relationships. And that's actually the opposite of what you're supposed to do. And the Bible teaches that. That's not something that's like that science has learned. The Bible taught that, that we're meant to live in community. We're meant to um, go through these things with others. And so when you pull away, um, you're missing out on something that God has already provided for you, a church family, a community um, to love you and care for you. Yeah. You just shared that recently you had a conversation with somebody and they're kind of newer to the church Mm -hmm. and they felt like this is really a place where they could connect. Felt like, like a place where in the midst of a difficult season, they could come and feel welcomed and at home to kind of navigate through all the kind of the garbage, the stuff that's going on in their life right now. It's really hard. And uh, we certainly want that to be true for you. For those of you listening, if you're going through a difficult season, we want you to know that we are here to support you and walk with you. And we have some really great ministry um, opportunities available to you. Yeah, we have... um... Here at the church, we have our, our deacons ministry that's here to walk alongside people that are going through um, a hardship, whether that's um, something financial or services that they need to get connected to. Deacons are kind of like the social workers of the church. Yeah. I, I love them so much. They're, they have their pulse, their hand on things that are available within our community. Um, they work really hard um, to get you get those who come to them connected with other resources and then support people that are going through a difficult situation. We also have our deacons helping hands. So if it's something like somebody has um, a broken down fence or that they can afford to repair. Uh, we have our deacon helping hands. We have so many people that are so handy around our church. It's that, incredible. Yeah, that offer up um, to help and support those in need. So we have those services. And then we have our, our Stephen ministers that if you're going through a difficult season and um, looking for some good godly counsel to walk alongside you, someone that can pray with you, that can um, just be a listening ear um, to what you're going through. Um, Our Stevens ministers are amazing. And then we have our pastoral team. Um, We're here. Like you can come and meet with us. Say hello. We will come and talk to you. And uh, we uh, want to support you and care for you as well as the directors of all of our ministries um, want to walk with our families and support them. So um, we are here to help you and support you. So don't ever feel like you are a burden to us when you reach out to us. We want to help you. It's, it's. I mean, it's our calling. We yeah. want to help and support families. I love um, that. I mean, it's. I don't love it. There, the Surgeon General um, came out with a report last week um, about addressing an advisory that there's a mental health crisis for our youth. But I was reading through the recommendations Um, that he had for people who are going through a tough mental um, health crisis or situation. And I just, I loved reading it because it's like what the Bible Hmm. says. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's reach out to community, um, be in relationship with others. One of the things that it talked about is, is finding a place to serve. I was like, yeah, that's that's right. It's true. Like, it seems the opposite, right? If you're going through a tough time, maybe um, you should pull back. You should do less. Um, But even... Um, the secular world, the Surgeon General is saying, like, find Engage, a place to, to, like, give back. Um, because sometimes just staying in our homes and not being connected and being involved in something bigger than ourselves can contribute to yeah. um, the mental health issues that you might be experiencing or the loneliness or the separation. And so serving, finding a place that you can serve um, is is something that will actually help. So I thought that was really cool. That's that, really good. Make, I'm going to push for that, David Miles. But Post team, right? Get some greeters. <laughs> yeah, get on, uh, get on the greet team. Come uh, be a part of Next. Or... It's, a, it's a funny thing, though. Like, the, the host team 
it's this super, super low level of commitment in a lot of ways, right? You don't have to prepare a lesson. You're not leading a small group. Um, you don't have to know how to play an instrument. It's like, I'm going to come and I'm going to show up and I'm going to smile and maybe hand out a bulletin or open a door. But the impact of that is so, so significant. And the connections that are made that are made through that ministry are really really incredible. So for someone who might be going through a difficult season where they want to withdraw and not talk to anybody, that might very well be a really great place to have some interaction, to see some smiling faces, to maybe meet a person or two that they haven't known before. Um, So we kind of joke around like we need more volunteers there, but that really is a legit opportunity to come and make some connections and and serve. So um, I love that you said that, Dave Mouse, because it is... um that's kind of some of the conversations I've had with people that are going through a tough time is that when they show up on Sunday, that's one of the only times in their week where they are feeling loved and cared for and seen. And it's because of a one minute interaction with a greeter yeah. or during our greeting time, right? People are like, oh, it's so awkward when we're like, turn around and greet someone. But you guys like for reals, like some people have not been greeted all week yeah. and you are the one person in the week that is seeing them and showing that you care and love them. Yeah. And even if that's a stranger saying it, it can mean the world to someone who's going through a difficult situation. So I am pleading, I am pleading with you, church family, please invite someone this Christmas season. Yeah. We have these amazing cards that you can carry around in your purse or in your car. And people are looking for community. They are just, and they are waiting to be invited. I remember um, one year for Christmas when I was younger, in middle, I was like in middle school, and um, my grandmother was upset with my mom because she didn't get a invitation mm. to Christmas dinner. Yeah. And so she's like, you didn't invite me to Christmas. My mom's like, you're my mom. Like, of course you're invited. Like, that's, of course. But that's the truth of it, right? Some people are waiting for an invitation. invitation. We think of our church being like open. Anybody can come. The times are out on the street corner, but people are waiting to be invited. And so they are waiting on you. They are waiting on you to invite. So we have services at 5, 7, and 9. And um, people are waiting to be in community. And so even if you're giving it to your barista, your hairstylist, uh, you go out to dinner, give it to your waiter, make sure you leave a good tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people in your life, a next door neighbor, um, right now especially, there is such loneliness and disconnection and people are really struggling and they're looking for community. And sometimes they're just waiting to be invited. Yeah. It's that community piece, right? It's- I might know that I could go there. Yeah. I know that the church is there. I know how to drive and how to get there. But the difference between me driving myself there and going there and just showing up and not knowing anybody, that's totally different than knowing my neighbor and inviting them and them coming with me and them sitting with me yes. and me introducing them to somebody else and us singing songs together and hearing a message together that maybe after the fact we have some sort of conversation about. It's radically different. They might show up at your church, but the difference between that and coming with a person that you know to experience that night and day. So the community piece is is a huge piece of it. As you've been talking about this, I've just kind of been reflecting on Christmas, and I, I saw something posted recently about how, you know, oftentimes we say that Christmas, or that Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for Christmas. And this message was saying, no, really the reason for Christmas is us. 
if it weren't for us, if it weren't for our sinful nature, if it weren't for us needing to be redeemed and saved, Jesus wouldn't have had to come into the world like that. But because of that, because of the hurt and the brokenness, the things that you've mentioned that we're struggling with, God sent his son into the world incarnate (laughs) to save us from our sins, to redeem us, to restore us. Like that's the reason for the season. And so if you are feeling broken, if you are hurting, understand that that's why Jesus came into the world. That's why he sent his son. Amen. And so that's what we're all about here. So if you are looking for a place to come and celebrate on Christmas, this is that place. If you are looking for a church home and community, this is that place. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing all of this. If you are listening, Merry Christmas. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And we do hope that you will join us on Christmas Eve at 5, 7, or 9 p.m. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.